You're listening to Convos at the Counter here on KUCI 8.9 FM with your host, Angela Gao. Just a reminder to all of our wonderful listeners that the views and opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of KUCI, UC Irvine, or the UC Board of Regents. If you want more information on that, please visit our website at KUCI.org. This week, we were going to be talking about some very, very important people in our lives. Everybody has parents. I mean, you're all born. So, this week, episode four, we are going to talk about parents. Stories that parents have about their children, and stories that children have about their parents. Up first, our first guest is actually somebody very special to me, and her name is Lisa Gao. She's my mom, and she's here to tell you a story about me. Enjoy. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. My name is Lisa, and I'm Angela's mom. (laughs) So I'm calling today because there was a story that I thought of, and I thought it would be interesting to share with other people, and... Um, it's a story that involves me and you. And can you start off with uh, when this story took place? Okay, uh, that was uh, way back when you were around three, I think. It was a winter time. And so where, where, where are we? Oh, we're back in uh, our hometown, Hangzhou. And then it happens in the, actually it's in the hospital, which where I work. And wh- what what was your job? I was a, an OR nurse. That was a Saturday. I was working on that weekend. Uh huh. And I was with you at the hospital. No, uh, you were uh, brought in by your grandpa to take a shower. Oh, why was I going to take a shower? Well, because it's, uh, we have a free shower in the hospital. And then after I helped to give you a shower and then your grandpa went to take a shower, and then I was doing a surgery. I was working, right? Mm-hmm. So after I finished the surgery and then your grandpa finished his shower, and then we could not find you. What was I supposed to be doing while Grandpa was... You were supposed was... to just sit in the office. Okay. Yeah, you were supposed to be just sitting in the office, waiting for your Grandpa to finish. So I didn't even pay attention. Okay, so both of you guys were finished, and then you came out, and I wasn't there, and then what happened? And then, I was, of course, we started looking. In the OR, and then in the downstairs, which your daddy used to work. Uh-huh. We're just thinking maybe you went down there to go to, you know, to, to play. But no, we could not find it. And then we went back to the, the what is that called? The daycare, which you go there every day. Uh-huh. And then we could not find there. So basically, now it's like everybody knows I lost daughter. Who's everybody? Oh, my coworker. 
Oh. Whoever has time, they all join. Help me trying to find you. Were you really worried? Of course. I was going crazy going back and forth. And then, because there was a lily pond in front of the building, remember? In front of the hospital? Yeah. There's a little garden in front of that building, the hospital building. One of the family, this, the patient's family, just saying, maybe she was playing and fell into the pond and nobody see it. So I just jumped into that pond. I didn't even know how deep that pond is. It wasn't that bad. But with all the, you know, all this mud in the bottom. Was it really cold? Yeah, it was cold. It was winter time. Did you just go in with all your clothes on and everything? Yeah, well, uh, no, I was wearing the hospital's uh, uniform. So oh, I only have uh, one single, you know, one layer pants. Of course, there's nowhere to start fighting it. Right? So I just kind of walk up back and forth, and then people say, you need to call, you need to call her name. So I start yelling your name, but no, nothing. Of course, we didn't find anywhere. We didn't find you anywhere. So I came up and then changed in the shower myself, and then I found I cut, actually cut my toe. One of the dogs had to stitch together for me. Oh, jumping into the pond? Yeah, I was jumping in the pond, and then I was uh, walking in the pond. Yeah, the pond wasn't that deep. But you, but you it, cut it on like a rock or something? I think I would cut it on the little, maybe the glass or whatever they, oh. that was on the bottom of the pond. Okay. So I thought I, I lost you. Okay, and your grandpa would so feel, feel so bad because he, he didn't watch you that good. But at the same time, when when I was going crazy, one of my coworkers went to the front gate of the hospital asking around. They said they didn't see any little girl went out, but he still jumped on the bus trying to go to the the train station see if anybody abducted you. But on the way to the when he was on the bus, mm-hmm. and he like after two station, you know, every, like, every, maybe every mile they have a bus stop. Mm-hmm. After two bus stops, that he saw you walking along the side. Was I Hello? by myself? Yeah, all by yourself. Wow, did anyone pay attention to me? There was a little, there was a little, uh, there was an um, old lady was paying attention on you when he, um, when he had to jump off the bus and then and then he, when he tried to take you back, and then that was the old lady was asking, who are you? Why are you taking this little girl? And then he goes like, oh, she walked out, and her mom is going crazy. So basically he, he took you back to the hospital. Oh, so the old lady was following me? I think that she was following you, according to my coworker, yeah. The, that, that old lady just trying to figure out why the, the little one is walking outside and then doesn't even have a, the, 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 what's that, the, 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 Supervision? Yeah, no supervision and then doesn't even wear the coat. It was just a sweater. Oh, because it was winter time. 
it was winter time. You walk out without wearing the coat. Yeah. Then he oh, he took you back, gave it to your grandpa, and then I you know at that time I didn't even I didn't even cry because I was so so shocked and then so so scared. And then as I see you and everybody is telling me, don't yell at her and don't spank her. <laughs> Just take her home. Did you talk to me after that, like to ask me what happened and why I walked out? Yeah, because we, you were so thirsty, and then you, your, your face was red, and you were thirsty, and then you were asking for water, and you were even blaming on your grandpa. Grandpa, I'm so thirsty. And then you, we were asking you why, you, where are you going? You, you just saying. I'm go. I'm thirsty. I'm going to look for my grandpa to get the water, and then the way you walk is the way you know. I usually take you home. That is the way you go home. You usually riding on my bike. You know, you sit in the back of my bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way. You you're trying to go home by yourself to get water. Wow. Yeah. Does and that then, mean I'm smart? I I don't know if you're smart or not. You're just very lucky. <laughs> I always just say because. God have mercy. <laughs> I I remember you even have a big blister on your uh, on your toe because you walked a lot, like you walked two miles. Two miles away from the hospital. Yeah. When you found me, was I like, did I was I scared or? No, you wasn't scared at all. You you think you was thought you did something good. <laughs> That was Lisa Gao with her story here on Convos at the Counter on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Just a reminder, our phone number here at the station is 949-824-5824. And we are actually running our Spring Fund Drive right now. Actually, it was all this weekend. It will be all of next week. And we are trying to raise money for the station because we are a public radio station and we do rely on listener donations to keep the station running. So if you like my show, if you like other shows here at KUCI, please call in 949-824-5824 to donate. And uh, again, that number is 949-824-5824. And also you could go online to KUCI.org. Um, and donate through the internet. Magic. Greetings, fighting anteaters. Bill Nye, the science guy here, and CEO of the Planetary Society, featured on Planetary Radio Thursday nights here on KUCI. And when I'm in Irvine, I do what you do. I listen to KUCI, I support it on KUCI.org, and I turn it up loud! Call now and make your pledge to KUCI or visit us on KUCI.org. Contribute. Improve the quality of life in Irvine for all the anteaters and the other citizens as well. That's right. You heard Bill Nye himself. He does exist, you guys. You heard him. All right. Thank you for listening here on Convos at the Counter. We'll continue on with our next guest. This guy, you've heard him last week. 
He's incredibly funny. He's incredibly unique. And this week he's bringing us a couple of little, little stories about his parents. Here's Jonathan Liao. Hi, I'm Jonathan Liao. You may have heard of me from last time. I'm 22 years old. I am an Asian American youngest child of three, born in Pasadena, California. Having grown up in the states, my I kind of had multiple cultures growing up.、Um, I had the culture of the American life, going to English school, doing all the sort of things that young kids would do.、Um, at the same time, I had my father, who grew up in Taiwan, was in a very very large family of twelve,、um, grew up poor, grew up. Without really a father figure, and being very logical, very stingy,、um, doing things out of necessity, not out of want. My mom grew up in the Philippines,、um, complete with her Filipino culture of being loud and enjoying celebrations and parties.、Um, she grew up very, very rich.、Um, she had her own personal maid. And so, a lot of her lifestyle is more based off of want, not necessarily need. One of the easiest things for me to remember was when I used to get bullied in middle school. I was a scrawny kid, didn't really stand up for myself. I was pretty insecure, like most children. And so people would take it out on me, and I'd come home and not want to go to school. So my dad would ask me, you know, what happened, son? And I would say, oh, you know, I got bullied again. And finally, my dad got so fed up, he's like, you know what? You should go to that kid. What's his name? John. You should go to that John kid and kick his. <laughs> and I would. <laughs> What? <laughs> My dad spoke Mandarin, so he would say, "Bata, tiyutulai." That's like, Dad. First off, that's physically impossible. Second, what did I just get in trouble with the principal and with the teacher? And he said, "It's okay. All, all of this is in Mandarin. Occasionally, I'll interject because it sounds so much better in Mandarin." But he say, "It's okay. Just do it. I'll be proud of you. You will be a real dad." And I said, "Okay, thanks, Dad." I never tried it, <laughs> just because I was too scared about one missing, two getting my elbows kicked out, three getting in trouble. So that never happened. But it wasn't until later that my dad said, "Okay, you need to learn how to have good conflict resolution." That was one of the few things that worked, out of a midst of things that didn't. The second thing that I think of when I think of advice my dad's given me that doesn't work out is how to deal with women.、Um, my dad likes to talk big, and he likes to think that he's a ladies' man. And he goes, "After all, I got your mom." And it was true, my mom. My mom did have a lot of suitors back then, but a lot of the tactics that my dad used just flat out don't 
work or you couldn't conceive of working in anything before the 70s. So when my parents first met in the States at a church, my mom had grown up in the church and so she was just going because it was something that she liked doing. My dad, on the other hand, got invited out by a friend. And my very first impression my mom had of my dad was, wow, I don't like this guy. And this was because my dad, you know, being a non-Christian, asked a lot of questions. And my mom, being the Christian that she was, grew up knowing all of these. And she's like, I just want to go home. I just want to go eat. I'm so tired. And so, you know, eventually that's how they meet. And finally, my mom realizes that my dad's actually not too bad and starts seeing him as an older brother figure. Because my dad looks really, really old. Funny story, uh, random. When my sister and I were 13 and my dad was 50, we went to Sizzlers and they charged us for two kids' prices and one senior. That's how old my dad looks. But anyway, my dad, my mom sees my dad as an older brother figure. And so she'd go to him for all of her boy problems. And because she was a catch back then and she had lots of suitors. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't really like this guy, but, you know, blah, blah. And then my dad, being my dad, would be like, well, you know what? I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to be here for you to protect you. And he pulls off this ridiculous line where he's like, oh, let me get you a ring. And my mom's like, oh, what's the ring for? And my dad goes, oh, you know, just to protect you. Just so you know that you are always protected by me. Right? And so he slides this ring on her ring finger of all fingers. And it says, lucky. <laughs> and then when my sister and I heard, when my sisters and I heard this, we're like, this is so ridiculous. Like, how, how did you expect this to work? Right? And my dad's like, well, you know, you just... It just does. <laughs> and so, eventually my mom decided that, hey, maybe he wasn't older brother material. Maybe he could be good boyfriend material. And then they got married and had me and my sisters and boom, yay. My parents are really excited about getting grandchildren. One, because they're on the older age of the spectrum. Not, my dad not only looks old, but he's actually pretty old. He had me, I think, when he was 40. Um, no, not 40. When he was over 40. So that's pretty late for most dads, because most people have children in their 20s and 30s. And so my dad's like, hey, are there any girls? And I go, no, dad, there are no girls. And he goes, okay, well, just in case. Let me tell you how you tell a girl that you like her. I'm like, Dad, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I've got some good ideas. And he's like, no, 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 no. You see, I got your mom. So you need to listen to me. Honest to you. So that's what he'd like to say a lot. He'd say honest to you because that's how he, spoke, how he said honestly. Um, and so he's like, honest to you. Let me tell you. It goes like this. You know, after you spend some time with the girl... You go up to you go, hey, did you notice that I noticed you too? No? Well, I did. And I go, dad, that's probably the worst pickup line I have ever heard. And he goes, no, 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 no. Trust me, it works. I'm like, no, dad, sorry. 
Nope. Not happening. <sighs> nope. Right. <laughs> Even though my mom speaks better English, and even though she's younger and more knowledgeable about the American culture, she also still has her moments where she doesn't really understand what's going on. So um, one of the things that she really insisted upon us doing was making friends. And so, you know, back when I was bullying, my mom would say, oh, you know, the best way to make friends is to give them money as like but then aren't they just my friends because I get the money it's like it's okay it's okay as long as they like you that's what I did and then I was like mom you grew up from a rich you grew up rich of course you could give away money then she's like no but but still you know it works and I'm like okay so how much money should I get she said I don't know when you make money, you can decide yourself. I was like, okay, so this is not gonna happen for me. I'm not gonna have friends until I have a job. Thanks, mom. My mom has, my mom has moments where um, she mixes up her English a lot. And so um, she, you know, growing up um, in, in the Philippines, she'll sometimes mix up her P's with her F's. But I think one of the things that I remember clearly was when my mom was trying to um, understand what argyle was. Argyle is a piece of clothing that people wear sometimes. <laughs> and so when we're trying to say argyle, my mom's like, what's, what's gargoyle? You know, what is, what is this gargoyle? Why do you wear it? And then we go, no, mom, gargoyles are statues. And we're like, and she's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know what gargoyles are. And we're like, wait, mom, who else would we have learned the word gargoyle from? You taught us how to speak English, right? <laughs> she's like, oh, look at that pretty tree. You see, my mom likes to change the subject whenever too much attention is focused on her. It happens a lot when we start questioning about like what's going on in her head. We'll be in the car and my mom will be telling us about, you know, you know, today I got an email from Uncle Joe and it says that if you, if you do not, you know, close your windows at night, you can get sick and die. And we're like, Mom, I'm pretty sure that's not true. She's like, no, no, I read it in an email. And we're like, Mom, you do realize not everything in an email is true, right? And then she goes, oh, look. We are on Flower Street, and we go, okay, well, conversation done. But at least, we think we won. We actually, um, for all the ridiculous things that my parents say, my sisters and I decided to start a Tumblr. And so, we have a Tumblr where you can just read all of the ridiculous things that they've said. Um, it's Q, as in quiz. E as in elephant, W as in woman, L as in lover, dot tumblr dot com. So if you decide to visit it, let us know what you think.
Listening this week to Combos at the Counter here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Again, as a reminder, we're running our spring fun drive, so if you call now, 949-824-5824, and donate, you'll be supporting your local public radio station, us, KUCI, so that we can still exist. Special thanks this week to our guests, Lisa Gao and Jonathan Liao. You can visit our website at combosatthecounter.wordpress.com to see some pictures and to see Jonathan's website where all of his funny quotes and family shenanigans are hosted. Off the Couch with Paul Osgood is next, so stay tuned. It's what you gotta do, but it won't get done Learning to let go is not the same as giving up Think of all the things that you miss They weren't on your list So take it slow Oh, oh, oh We'll shoot the breeze to the end Rest easy, rest easy, rest easy my friend Oh We're still at street stops to then Rest easy Rest easy Rest easy my friend Life is too short to worry We're all in a hurry Lost in a flurry of plans Rest easy, rest easy, rest easy, my friend.